Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to episode six of the Rural Revitalization Podcast with Pastor Rob Beckett and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. Today's topic is eyes to see what others see, the vision in the local church. Some of us wander from one thing to another our whole lives, and we're capable of so much more, but we have never clarified our purpose in life. An out-of-focus purpose can't inspire us, but a crystal clear look on God's purpose for us rivets our attention, and gives us the energy to keep going until we reach our goals. While the prophet Habakkuk was in prayer, God told him to write down the vision that he was giving him. I want you to see something here. You can only hear God in the Spirit when you are praying, talking, and listening in the Spirit. And that Spirit language is prayer. In that day, scribes used stylus to carve into uh, blocks of clay, and it took work. So they had to think uh, carefully, uh, be careful about what they thought and about what they was going to do because they only had one chance on that block. We need to write our vision down in clear, compelling language so that it grips our hearts. A clearing, a clear uh, written vision statement frees us from confusion so that we can run instead of wandering, stumbling, or going backwards. A clear vision overcomes going with the flow and produces the inspiration to run forward in our goals. But the fulfillment of our vision, God tells the prophet, is in his, God's time, not ours. Seldom does anyone move in a straight line from conception to the dream being fulfilled. Far more often, we experience ups and downs and delays and disappointments. These, though, won't stop us if we keep our eyes on the purpose and on the one who has given us the vision. And so today we want to look at the five points of evaluating the vision for your local church. Number one is, what is the purpose? What's the vision of the revitalization effort in that local church that you serve in, Pastor? To be able to process who and what the vision is for, uh, needs to, we need to know the community that we're living in. We have to know in what context that our church is in to be able to, to understand what God is speaking us about. If God is giving us a vision and we don't know who our community is, we will not understand his vision for us. And so that takes us into that second point is, who does the church want to connect with? Is it the community or self? And in many revitalization efforts, we've been focusing a lot of ourselves or our focus on ourselves instead of focusing on the community. In this word revitalize, meaning it is restarting, connecting again. And so, as Rob shared, when you look at that purpose of the vision, why are we even doing this? 
Are we doing it because we want a larger church? Are we doing it because there's lost people around us addicted to opioids and and other uh, addictions in the community? Are we doing it because we want a name for ourselves in the community? Or are we doing it to glorify the name of Jesus Christ? And so when we evaluate the purpose and the vision of the revitalization effort, it goes in tandem with number two, what does the church want to connect with? Or who does the church want to connect with? And hopefully, it is that community that is around you. Yeah, I believe, it is my belief that every church wants to be vibrant and relevant. They want to be relevant. But we need to realize who and what we are being relevant for. Is it for us or, or for the people in our community? It, 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 what we should be doing is, is our focus should be uh, letting God use us for our community. As we look at the eyes to see what others see and we evaluate these five points that God is calling us to do, we look at number three, whose voice is being heard in casting the vision? Yeah, a pastor, a leader, a board member can have wonderful ideas and wonderful visions for the congregation, but it must come from God. We can, we can uh, come up with all kinds of ideas, uh, all kinds of schemes, all kinds of promotions, all kinds of uh, uh, agendas, but if, if God's not in it, it may, it may have a, a flash or a flare for a moment, but it won't be lasting. God's vision has, a, it has lasting effects. It has eternal effects. And, and, and I wasn't saying that just for a play on words, because if, God, if it's God's vision and we are uh, going forward with God's vision, it has uh, eternal aspects to it. It has eternal uh, results in it. And that's what our goal should be. Many times we go to district assembly, and if we've had a great year, boy, we walk in there excited about going there. We we look forward to um, we look forward to celebrating what God is doing in the midst of the church, and we we don't care that anyone's going to see our statistics. But truly, if we're honest with ourselves, many times we walk into that district assembly and our numbers are down. We haven't baptized many people, or none at all. We haven't brought in a new member. Maybe we've had more people transfer outside the church than transfer in. And when we're looking at uh, whose voice are we following, whose vision are we following, if it's man's, we're going to fail. But if it's God's, it will be to His glory. Let me encourage you, Pastor, as you're listening to the voice, how's your prayer life? Ask yourself that. Are you just praying for two minutes on a Sunday, a minute, to two minutes on a Wednesday night? Or are you truly praying for God? Many of you that are listening are bivocational or even co-vocational where you have two full-time jobs, one's in the church and one outside the church. But God is asking, how are you? Do you hear him even asking? Many times we get so busy trying to pioneer the church, trying to push our vision that we miss what he's trying to say to us. I want to encourage you today, Pastor, slow down. Slow down and hear what God is saying to you. Yeah, I, you know, we were talking about going into district assemblies, and we would all love to have 15 conversions and 32 baptisms and all that. But what about if you go in there and say, you know, I've had, I had one person to um, uh, rededicate this year. I had one person that recommitted their service to the Lord and uh, what they want. And, and that person counts. 
that every soul counts, that that one person is like the, uh, Jesus says, the shepherd left the 99 for the one. So whether you have 15 conversions or one rededication, they are all important for the kingdom of God. They're all for the building of kingdom of God to bring people into the kingdom. Uh, that's what it's all about. We have to change our metrics of success. They're changing the, uh, the way we measure success. And what I mean by that is that we have to look at it from God's perspective and not just ours. We are so locked into numbers and, and, and counting beans and doing all these things. And God looks at souls. He looks at eternity. And so we have to uh, look at things in a new way. In 1978, well, more than 40 years ago, a pastor stood up in a church uh, long before I arrived to be their pastor and declared that we were going to build a multi-purpose building on the property. A few years later, in 1986, uh, another pastor declared that we're going to build the building. By 1992, the building was never built and the church was closed. It would ultimately be reopened, and then by 2007, another pastor said, we are going to build a building. Then a church split happened. And by the time I came around to be their pastor and felt that call and found the notes that God had called pastor after pastor after pastor to build the vision— I brought it up to the church board, and uh, at first, it was unanimous. We're going to build the building. And we worked with our district leaders in doing that. And then eventually, two board members went a little wayward and said, no, we're not going to do it. It's a big waste of money. And they began to work with another member in the church who was not on the board, had been a previous board member, to rally people. And when we look at this question, whose voice is being heard in casting the vision, here were three individuals and their spouses that were pushing back against the vision that I believe God had brought to the church. Ultimately, when we look back at that story, the building was never built, and actually one of the lay leaders who was pushing against the building has now left the church completely with his spouse. And so, Pastor, hear us. We understand that there are times when you are casting the vision that people will fight you. What you have to do is to obey God. What is God calling you in that vision? Well, let's go on. And, and number four, as we evaluate the five points in seeing the eyes to see what others see, the vision, it is what needs to be changed to adapt to that new vision. Yeah, the, the vision will require changes. And in previous podcasts, we had talked about changes and how uh, disruptive that can be for people and, and disturbing to them, but it will require changes. Uh, a vision without changes is just a, a picture. It, it's not going to. It's not going to do anything for you. But but it also it will require planning. Though uh, we have, but most of all, it will require praying and being obedient to those prayers. So if we are in prayer, if we are diligently seeking God's will in a matter in the vision, then then in those prayers, God will answer those prayers. But it will require planning and it require changes and so we have to be ready uh paul when he was talking to uh the king he says uh i have no choice i'm putting it in rob's uh, uh adaptation now he says oh king he says i have no choice but to be obedient to the vision and so what he was saying was is is I saw Jesus on Damascus, he knocked me down in the road, and he gave me this mission, and I have no choice, 
no other plans than to go with that vision. And that's what we have to do. When we have prayed and seeked and he has given it to us, we have to be obedient to that. And so, Pastor, when you're truly honestly looking at what needs to be changed to adapt to the new vision, there cannot be sacred cows in the church. If God has called you in the leadership that your church board, it is for this season, for this time. You celebrate the past, but you are willing to step forward. I think of Nehemiah, one of my favorite books in the Bible. In the Old Testament, we see Nehemiah, he's called, called to rebuild the wall. He goes there and he finds a mess. And I think if we're honest, if we read between the lines, he's a little discouraged at what he sees. But God has called him, just like he's called you. And he settles in, and he rallies the people, and they begin to build. But as they rebuild that wall, opposition comes from many different areas. And he couldn't take everybody to support what he was doing, but he took some key leaders. And are there key leaders in your church that could protect you in prayer, that could protect the vision that God has laid on your hearts by sharing when someone's speaking negatively, they speak positively, they cut off the negative voice. They begin to rebuild the wall with the tools that they're given by adapting to the vision and what's happening at the local context. As for Nehemiah, it wasn't easy, but God's will will be done when we and you and your people are willing to submit to God. The fifth of the five points of evaluating vision is how do you know the vision is being followed? What is the measurement? What success? What, what will constitute that God has shown up? Is it changing something? Is it new carpet? Or is it a life saved? A life rededicated? For each of us, if we're honest, it's going to look different. I mentioned earlier that we go into district assembly and we feel uncomfortable. But as Rob shared, why don't we tell the story? Tell the story of a life changed. Maybe it's your life. Maybe it's your spouse's life. Maybe it's a child's life. Maybe it's someone who's not even connected with your church, but was impacted because of your church. So I'll add on to that, that sometimes change and uh, the effects of that and the measurement of success uh, can come quick, and you can see that, and it's tangible, and it's there, and you're walking on that carpet, or you're looking at that new paint on the walls, or you're whatever it may be, or you're seeing that, that new person that's walked in that uh, has come into the church and have been converted, and now they're following Christ. And those are wonderful things to, to measure with. But then there's, but most of the time, the changes are small, incremental, and, and take time. You know, uh, I went this past week and got a haircut, and, and man, I needed it. But it didn't just poof come out there all at one time. I didn't wake up one day and all of a sudden it was down over my ears and felt like a, a rug on my head. It took time and it grew. And success that we measure, the victories we see through that vision may take time. 
It might take a month, six months, maybe this district assembly, you won't see nothing until next district assembly. But don't be discouraged. As long as you are continuing to push forward, God's vision that he has laid on your heart, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you, I'm going to make you a guarantee that as long as you are pushing forward for what God has given you and it's his vision, you will get there. Now, I don't know when, I don't know how long, but you will get there. And when you do get there, God will reward you. He will, he will help you and you'll be able to look back and say, we have come this far. If there's an episode, my friends, that you need to re-listen to, it's this one. To know that the vision that God has given you in your heart matters. Let me give you those five points of evaluation of the vision again. Is one, what is the purpose, the vision of the revitalization effort in the church? What has God called you to do, Pastor? What has God called your leaders? What has God called the church to do to impact the community? The second point, what does the church want to connect with? Do you want to connect with the community, or do you want to be a social club? Do you want to connect to self, or do you want to connect to the Savior? Who and where God, where is God calling you to be? The third one is, is whose voice is being heard in casting the vision? Sometimes it's you, Pastor. Sometimes it's lay people. Try to get into one accord, or at least get the majority of you to be in one accord before you move forward. We do not want the church to be split over minor decisions in the greater kingdom of God. The fourth thing is, what needs to be changed to adapt to the new vision? Be willing to adapt. Be willing to be sold out. Be willing to say, okay, God, if this is your will, I will die to self and allow the Savior to rise inside our church. And then the fifth thing is, is how do you know the vision is being followed? What's the measurement? Again, it's for you. Don't focus on what other people are going through, how other people are, 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 are dealing with life or they're measuring. Allow success to be measured in God's kingdom. Pastor Rob, why don't you close us today as we look at the eyes to see. you have any more words for us as we close on seeing the eyes to see what others see in this uh, final episode or uh, the final points of episode six? Uh, the final words I would give is trust God. Man, he's got this. Uh, you know, he has always been faithful. He has always uh, fulfilled his promises. And he has promised uh, in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he, that he has plans are to help us and not to harm us, to prosper us, and to, and to have a good future for us, that, that what his plans are for us are good. And uh, we just got to trust that. We have to trust it and uh, know that Everything that, uh, that we have diligently prayed about, purposefully prayed about, and patiently prayed about. I think those are some key things um, that he will answer in his time, in his way, and that we have to be determined and resolute. I, I like that word resolute, that nothing is going to change me from this once God gives it to you. Uh, it may go fast, but it may go slow. Boy, that's so good. So good. 
My friends, thank you so much for joining us today. If you are a pastor or a staff leader and are in need of support, coaching, and encouragement, why don't you join our network? Head over to Facebook and find us on Rural Revitalization Network, and why don't you plug in with us? Or go to our website, rural-revitalization.network. Until next week, my friends, remember, you are doing better than you realized. God bless you.